The Paunch Stevenson Show. PaunchStevenson.com. Episode 269. Saturday, August 29th, 2015. This is the Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 269. I am Rob, you are Greg. Howdy doody. And I have a movie review. Uh-oh. I'll keep it very quick. Did you ever hear of or watch a movie called Coffee Town? No. Alright, let me let me get the date on this thing real quick. Uh okay, so this is a comedy movie it came out in twenty thirteen mm. and it was produced by college humor. <laughs> kind of like low budget. And it stars Glenn Howerton. Ah always sunny. And Ben Schwartz, the comedian, and Josh Groban. <laughs> the singer? The singer. And Josh Groban works at Coffee Town. It's like a Starbucks imitation. Right. So Josh Groban works there. Glenn Howerton is one of those guys who goes there every day with his laptop and hangs out there for 10 hours. God, I hate those people. Using the bathroom and the napkins and all that kind of stuff. And it was really bad, but anyway. Um, so Glenn, ha- the, the yeah, Glenn Howardson's character becomes friends with a retarded guy who hangs out there, mm. and he convinces the retarded guy to break into the store at night and like because they don't want it to like. There's a an owner coming in who wants to turn it into a restaurant, and then Glenn Howerton's like, if this place turns into a restaurant, I'm going to have nowhere to, to get free electricity and free yeah. toilet paper and free... So he convinces the retarded guy to break in, and that way the police show up, and it's going to scare away the new owner, you know, this this owner. Yeah. So anyway, they try to break in, and, and they botch it, and the police come, and... The police are about to arrest Glenn Howerton's character, but then the retarded guy like starts acting all retarded and stuff. And then the police let, like, "Oh, oh, we didn't know you're retarded. We'll just let you go. It's okay." Nah. And then and and they end up not opening the restaurant. Okay. I don't, it was it was bad. It was really bad. That's it. <laughs> You would be the most lethal, like, movie reviewer ever. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was really bad. Why did you decide to watch that? 
because I thought, oh, it's Glenn Howerton. He's really uh, funny. Ben Schwartz is really funny. Yeah. It was on Netflix streaming. And it was just, just actually, I will say, believe it or not, the funniest person in the movie was Josh Groban. Eh. He was funny. Cause he played, he played a real, like just the, you know, that stereotypical coffee shop worker guy who thinks yeah. he's so cool and better than everyone, but he's really just an idiot who works at a coffee shop. Yeah. Anyway. What else? Uh, so I got the sample. I have a movie review. Yes. I've barely seen any movies this year in the theater. <laughs> Good. Barely. But I decided to see uh, the new Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic World. Yeah. And I actually liked it. I thought it was very good. How does it compare to the original, which is a classic? Well, I mean, it doesn't compare to the original, but, um, I mean, it's light years better than the other two. Does anyone from the original movies make appearances? Uh, only the, the Henry guy, the Chinese guy, the, the scientist. Oh, well, the, I don't even, I don't even remember who that is. Remember the guy that was in the the lab, and yeah, the no, I, guy I, saying, I, Henry, Henry. I know, I why remember. Didn't you tell me, I remember, but not really. Yeah, so they brought him in as kind of a mad scientist type of a character, but um, it's funny. They actually, it's kind of a reverse role in that. Um, even though Chris Pratt is sort of the big, the big uh, head honcho, you know. Uh, um, you know, hero character, if you will. Yeah. I, I really think that the, the main star of the movie was uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who is uh, Ron Howard's daughter. Nepotism. Well, he had nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> no, but just, he's an insider. Yeah, but she's a good actress. So, um, no, I think that they, they, they combine the elements of the original, you know, they had they added in a lot of new technology to make it more interesting. They turned it into like a theme park kind of a thing, which was funny and cool at the same time. So it had that kind of um, sort of like Spielberg Jaws kind of a feel where it's like, you know, hey, yeah, this looks nice and safe and all, but no, it's not really. You know, that kind of a thing. And um, I enjoyed it. They had a lot of homages to the original, which was cool. And, um, you know, they had they had a dinosaur that was like this hybrid uh, kind of Frankenstein kind of a dinosaur that tried to kill everybody. <laughs> so will Jurassic World 2015 go on to be a classic like Jurassic Park? No, of course not. Well then, I will not watch it. Well, I don't think. Well, I'm just saying. I don't think any movie will. But I, I, I do approve it. I thought it was pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. <laughs> okay. Pretty good. What else? Um. 
Oh, I finally got to sample the uh, Star Wars Battle Pod arcade oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that a while ago. How was mm. it? Eh. Pretty. Pretty. Eh. Pretty, 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 pretty mediocre. Really? Did it make you sick? No, why would it make me sick? I don't know, it's like, you know, the motion, the 180 degree screen. But you're not moving. I know, but some people get motion sick. Ah, well, they're losers. (laughs) Um... I, well, here's the thing. So I go up. This is at the Dave and Buster's up in um, Palisades Mall in uh, Nyack, New York. Yeah, where you went. Right. Dark I've Escape. Been there many times. Dark Escape 4D. Did you play it? Well, I didn't see that. What, what was Dark uh, Escape 4D? It was the one that I was talking about with the zombies and the. Uh, oh. And anyway, all right. Anyway. Maybe they, I don't know. Maybe I didn't even see it. But no, I played the you didn't you play the flight simulator that was the like the forerunner to the Star Wars game? I wanted to play it, but some child was hogging it the whole night. Ah. <laughs> I saw it, and wow. I I played Dark Escape 4D, but I didn't get to play the the airplane game. How long were you there? A few hours. In a few hours, you couldn't get the get in there. No. Every time I would go do something, I'd come back. It was the same idiot in there. Ah, uh, you sure it was playing and not just sitting there? It. <laughs> there was a coincidentally when my job went there, there was also a bar mitzvah. Ah, uh, and it was a whole bunch of children running around hogging everything. Ah. Uh. Anyway, I so what? So how was? So so describe it. So the thing was, so they had it like one in front of the other. So there, there was a kid in the Star Wars game. So I'm like, all right, well I'll go to the one across from it. I figured there was two of them there. Well, I was wrong. That was still the uh, the regular like flight simulator game. So I go yeah. in there, I put in the card, you know, and I'm playing. And I'm like, this isn't Star Wars. That will begin because it's a rail shooter. It's it's pretty boring. I like rail shooters. Some of them are right. I felt the problem with, and I eventually did play the Star Wars one. And I think I played like, I played the three like main things. You know, I did the speeder bike from Return of the Jedi. I did the Millennium Falcon Death Star two from Return of the Jedi, and I did the Death Star one X wing. I didn't do the Hoth. Empire Strikes Back or the some Vader's Revenge thing. Um, you know, it was too much. But the problem I had with it, you know, it was fun and all that, but I mean, to be honest, I didn't think the graphics were all that great. And, you know, that 180 degree screen is great and all that, but you don't need to look at it. <laughs> but didn't it have... Everything's ha- happening right in front of you. I know, but didn't it have 3D glasses? No. Oh, really? It's just projected. Oh. It's just a projection screen, and so it's not even that clear. See, Dark Escape 4D had the 3D glasses, the rumble right. seat, the wind blowing on you, the surround well, it have, sound. Yeah, it did have the wind, but that's... That was it. Oh. All right. Well... I don't know. I didn't see that there. I mean, it's probably there, but... Yeah, it was in the corner somewhere. Oh. 
But, um... Yeah, it was okay. But I was, uh, I was not really all that impressed. You know, here I am thinking, I can get the Star Wars experience, but no. Nah. Well, first of all, the levels only last like two minutes. And they're really easy. But then, what, what arcade game do you beat a level and the game is over? <laughs> what? Yeah, that's it. You gotta put more money in. Ah, rip off. Mm. How much was it to play? Uh, I would say, because again, it's, it's as Frank Nora has lamented, you know, David Busters uses those points. Oh, right. Yeah, it doesn't convert. Yeah. I, I would say it was probably about 275. Two, for one level? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, places a ripoff. What can I tell you? Man. All right, so what else? The Battle Pod. And then speaking of outer space, uh, I don't know if you followed the New Horizons NASA space probe. The Pluto thing. Pluto! Went to Pluto! First time ever! It's a planet. It's not a planet. I'm telling you. They're going to change their minds. No, they're not going to change their mind. They scientifically declared it as a dwarf planet for a reason. Well, they can scientifically declare it as a planet. Well. Alright, so anyway, so, so what about the probe? Hmm? So what about the space probe? Well, it's kind of cool. I mean, it took like seven years. I've been waiting for it all this time. And, uh, you know, finally, uh, we have, uh, we have, uh, images of Pluto. And it's, it's main moon, uh, Charon, Charon, uh, Charon. I don't know how you say it. Now, did you know that, that, what's the name of the space probe? New Horizons. The New Horizons space probe was built so long ago. Mm. I'm, I'm totally serious about this. It has something like a... Like a PlayStation 2. No. Well, yeah, but it, it has something like a 300 baud modem on it. Right. And that's how it's sending these digital photos. That's why it's taking so long. No, that's, that's not why it's taking so long. Um, I read that, though. It has a really slow internet no. connection. Yes, but it's not the modem's fault. So in 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 outer space there's something called what they call the um wormhole. No. <laughs> uh okay. it's <laughs> Jesus. It's not the Doppler effect. Um uh, what's it called? The uh, uh, White dwarf? No. <laughs> Asteroid belt? No. Van Allen radiation belt? Uh, where the hell is it? What are you talking about? There's a... It's a scientific law. That describes... So basically, while well, I'm trying to find this, basically what it means is um, that the farther you get away from the source, which would be, you know, Earth, you want to say, that sending radio signals, which is light, 
Um, as you get further and further away, um, the way that the band, you know, the bandwidth essentially kind of degrades to a point where you have to lower the baud rate so that, you know, you can basically get it there. What? Yes. That's, that makes that's, no sense. It's a scientific... I can't find the damn thing. You have to transmit the information slower? Yes. For well, to... less. Why? Because that's... It's science. Alright, whatever. Um, man, let me find the damn thing here. Now, how do we know that that's really legit? And that they're not just doing CGI or something. Oh, stop it. No, I'm serious. How do we know? What do you mean, how would you know? What are all these scientists doing there, wasting their time for? Getting paid. Ah. I'm just saying, how do we know? Like, we just have to trust. Right? No. We just have to trust them. This is annoying me now. Let me see here. I'm saying we have to take their word for it. Right, while you do that, I saw... A, I have a movie review. Well, did you... Wait a minute. Did you see the pictures, though? Yeah. And? And nothing. Ah, you weren't surprised that Pluto is, like, brown and... I mean, the, the pictures aren't that clear. What? They're pretty clear. <laughs> it's not like looking at the moon. Well, obviously... Um, uh, it's, can't yeah, it's please just, you. it looks like an N64 texture. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> right? Yeah, but those pictures were from thousands of miles away. I know. Well, so was the N64. They I also guess. haven't, they also haven't downloaded the full raw file. True. Yeah. No, no, I mean, yeah, the pictures look fine. It, it kind of looks like the moon, basically. A brown version of the moon. <laughs> Right? It looks like a brown version of the moon. No, there's geologic process there. What do you mean? There's frozen nitrogen that is, you know, freezing and no, thawing. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's not like Earth where there's green trees or... or well, I know that. Saturn where it's all, there's all these gases or whatever. It just kind of looks like rock. Ice and rock. Uh... Right? Yeah. It's, I mean, it's interesting. But there's, you know, they're talking about there's actually water ice... That could be forming into mountains there. Like rock. Mm. It's and, a very, uh... And what does that mean? Well, what it means is that there's geologic process, which means that the the theory now is that the Pluto probably has a uh, molten radioactive core. And similar life, to the Earth. life on it. I don't think there's any life. There's Martians. No, they wouldn't be Martians. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Maybe the Martians left Mars and went to Pluto. Anyway, I can't find the name of this damn. <laughs> See, because it doesn't scientific. exist. No, it, I've seen it already. I just can't remember it. Anyway, uh, what were you gonna say? I have a movie review. Another movie review. Eh. So, well, first of all, before I get to that, are you seeing the Vacation movie? Not in the theater. Oh, all right. Then who cares? Eh. Um, so I saw a movie called Trainwreck. Wait, why are you asking me if I've seen it then? 
vacation. I don't know. Just oh, it's a new because you're a fan of the old uh, movies. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what you were doing. Like, were you inviting me to see it? I'm not gonna see it. All right. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> very well. Uh, all right. So a movie called Trainwreck 2015. It stars Amy Schumer. Yeah. And Bill Hader. Mm. Uh, I don't know, man. It kind of stunk. I don't know. It got a lot of uh, high marks. I know, but I don't know why. Because... All right, here's the thing. Here's the situation. So... I have a squeaky chair. So, um... Amy Schumer has a reputation... Uh, you know, like... She's one of these female comedians who gets all this attention and this reputation because she's going against the stereotype, even though I really don't think there is a stereotype, but, quote, she's going against the stereotype, unquote. Yeah. And, and, and she's a woman, but she's being really raunchy. And I don't know, I guess people go go nuts when they see that and they fawn all over female comedians who are raunchy for whatever reason. But anyway, so it stars her and it starts out here's my problem with the movie. It starts out as like it's going to be this real raunchy comedy this real wacky raunchy comedy and then maybe about a third into the movie it just completely fizzles out into a totally generic, paint-by-numbers, typical cliche romantic comedy that by the end of... And, and, and then by the end of the movie, it's it's so the opposite of being this raunchy, crazy comedy that, and, and it, you know, it's it's almost like a Disney movie now. And, it's, and, and, and then it ends, and it's like, first of all, what happened... To make to to cause it to do that, and second of all, it stunk. Mm. <laughs> you know, it's like the the Amy Schumer character. She's she's this very um, promiscuous single woman, and she just uses men and and you know kicks them to the curb the next day, and and uh, and then and then like a third of the way into the movie, she meets the Bill Hader guy who's this nerdy straight-laced guy and she falls in love with him and then it becomes this really boring generic romantic comedy super ultra cliche romantic comedy and then by the end it's like this big Disney happy ending and it's like I just don't know what happened it's like 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 new writers came in halfway through the process and just finish the movie or something. I don't know. It was just... It was really bad. Yeah. Well, it was Apatow, right? Yes. Mm. It was very bad. It was very bad. But anyway, all right, next. Who cares? It was bad. Train wreck was a train wreck. Uh. Plus, you know, not only that, I know everybody... I don't know how you feel, but I know there's so, so many people, they just are fawn over Amy Schumer, and it's like... I don't find her really that funny because I, you know, like the, the gimmick of her being raunchy doesn't phase me at all. And when you get 
below the surface of the gimmick. I'm not really finding that much to laugh about. Like she's not really that clever. But and the other thing is, I I I know I shouldn't say this because it has nothing to do with the comedy or or anything. But in the movie, she's again she's playing this very promiscuous woman who's getting all these guys and whatever. And I'm like, just like the woman in that HBO show, Girls. Who's sleeping with all these guys. It's like, nobody would be sleeping with this woman because she's not that attractive. Eh, if she's easy enough, they would. I don't know. I, I, I just find her unattractive. I find Amy Schumer unattractive. And it's not but isn't because... That, isn't that, like, part of her success now? Is that she's not, like... You know, she's not Jennifer Aniston or somebody like that. You know, she's... I know, but she doesn't have. I'm, I'm, look, I, you know me, right? I'm not. I'm not like the superficial, you know, whatever guy. But and, and that's why I hate to say this because it has. You know, it doesn't really affect the movie, but just her as a person, I don't mm-hmm. find her to be that funny. And okay, yes, you're right. She's not a she's not like a Jennifer Aniston, traditional, you know, stereotypically attractive woman. She doesn't have to be. I don't care about that. There are quirky women who are attractive, or or you know, women who are attractive in their own unique way. And I just find her to be very unattractive, like like that girl's woman. Nah, Lena Dunham. But anyway, I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter what I say. She's going to have a very successful career, and and I don't know. It doesn't matter. I just I thought the movie stunk. I, I think she's overrated. Uh, yeah, I, I just think she's overrated. Wonderful. Amy Schumer's overrated. I'm sure she's a very nice person. I'm sure she has very good ideas, and she's very smart, but I... Just in our pop culture, I feel like she's very overrated at at this moment in time. Next, <laughs> I do. Uh, I'm sorry. I do. I just I, I find her overrated. Well, I have another overrated comedian for or comic actor for you. Shoot, a damn Jason Siegel. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't. He's I, what happened uh, with him? He's he fizzled out. He's such a weirdo. So I've been trying to get a photo with him. And he's been tough for whatever the reason. Like one night I saw him and there was nobody else there but me going to ask him. And he's like, no, you know, I can't really stop. Uh, No. (laughs) Another time, another time somebody else asked him. He goes, well, I can't stop. You know, people are taking photos. And he was referring to the paparazzi who were standing across the street and had their cameras down. They didn't care about him. <laughs> Jerk. So anyway, so finally, um, I was at the hotel for something else, and he was still there, and I didn't even think he was going to stop, but he finally did. And I was able to get oh. a picture with him. Oh, all right. But, uh, yeah, he's in some movie where... Uh, this, like, small-time movie with, uh, uh, God, is it Ben Stiller? No. No, Jesse Eisenberg. No. <laughs> Who you met. Yeah. And he's supposed to be some author 
who has to do a book signing and, and hates doing book signings and he's really weird and uh, really strange. But I bring that up for a reason. Okay. A big one. Alright. So remember many, many years ago I don't even know when this was, 2007 or 8 I had gone to New York City uh, to the Fifth Avenue Barnes and Noble, hoping to meet Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I shrunk Michael Caine. I I tell my my publisher I hate doing the book signings. I don't like meeting people. I don't like any people. I don't know why they even buy the books. I hate them all. <laughs> yeah, right. You got there and he had left already. I get right? there. Remember that? Yes. Not only, so what was going to happen was I was going to get there, get in the line, which I assumed to be a long line, and then I was going to call you. You were going to leave right from work. I think you were working like at the Union Square area at the time. And you were going to like rush over and, and join me. Yeah. And so I go up the steps, you know, of the Barnes and Noble, and I go up to the floor, and I'm like, there's no one there. What, what the hell's going on? And I come back down. This is after I walk in, ask a guy, hey, I, I want to buy the Michael Caine book for the book signing. He points me to register. I buy it. I go up the steps. I come back down the escalator. I see the same guy. And I'm like, what's going on? He's not even up there. Oh, he left. Ah. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me that before I bought it? And he's like, well, I thought you meant the signed copies. We have signed copies. I'm like, I don't want a signed copy. I wanted to meet him. Right. So I went back outside. I get out my old cell phone at the time. And I'm calling you. And as I'm calling you, Michael Caine, who I don't know where he was, but they were trying to get him into his, to his limo or whatever. And the people, all these people who didn't get him that night because he only signed for like 20 minutes... Were going crazy. The security were fighting with them. The cops came. It was a mess. And there's Michael Caine, like screaming, like they're like they're trying to kill him, trying to get him through the car. <laughs> oh he was like, "Don't touch me! Don't touch me!" <laughs> oh my God. Why? It was a madhouse. <laughs> anyway, so I'm thinking, all right, Michael Caine. Michael Caine's a jerk. Never be able to get him. So my friends were telling me about there was a movie set. And I went over to it. It was in Astoria, Queens. And um, Michael Caine was on set. Uh, also, uh, Morgan Freeman is in the movie. But Morgan Freeman uh, is a, a, a big-time jerk. He doesn't like doing anything. Really? Yeah. Um, I met him before. I met him several months ago. I, tr I asked him... Going into a hotel, and all he said, he said something like, <laughs> I don't know what he said. I don't know. I don't know what he said. I couldn't understand it, but obviously it meant no. So we go there, and uh, one of the, my friends that I know from doing all this uh, meets me there, and uh, we wait, and Michael Caine shows up. He'd come back from the set on a break. He gets out of his car. And I walk up, I'm like, hey, Mr. Kane, you know, do you mind doing a photo with us? And he walks right over, and I let uh, my friend go first, and I'm going to take the picture of them, and 
and we, you know, like we were standing in the shade, and Michael Caine goes, he goes, now wait a minute, why don't we turn around here? You face this way, you know. Get we we stand here in the sun. Don't you want to be able to see who you're taking a photo of? Won't be able to see that it's Michael Caine. <laughs> Okay. Now, I'm thinking to myself, no, I don't want to do that because now everybody who's taking the picture is looking straight into the sun. Right. And squinting. Ah. Apparently it didn't affect him. So I took the picture. Then I jumped in there and, and got the picture taken. And he went in his trailer. Now, I had brought an 8x10 photo for him to sign. And so I waited until finally, I don't know how long I waited, in 45 minutes. He came out again, and I asked him, and he's like, I've got to go to makeup. I'll be right back. He goes to the makeup trailer, comes back. I'm not, you know, I'm kind of not even paying attention. I He sees me, and he comes over, and he goes, all right, well, what am I shining here? What's, what's all this? And I'm like, it's just a photo, sir. And he's like, all right. And as I'm signing, I, and I tell him, I said, I think my favorite role of yours is still the original sleuth. I'm not, like I love all I love all of your comedy roles. You're very funny. Yeah, but not and, the the bees movie. <laughs> that wasn't a comedy. Oh. what was that called again? The swarm. Oh, <laughs> he has to Awful. lower the bees into the astronaut oh, with a Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> it was course. so slow. The bees were like going ahead of him. <laughs> and bees travel like two miles an hour. <laughs> right. Awful. So, so what? What did you say was your favorite? What? So oh, what? I, that's I told him. I know. So what did you say? I said sleuth. Oh right, sleuth. So then, uh, and I said, it, and he's like, "Oh, that's very kind of you. Thank you very much." And then he signs it, and he goes, "Cheers," and then he walks away. That was it. Michael Caine. Finally. That's right. I I was somewhat I was half thinking maybe I'd do my Michael and Kane impersonation for him, but I don't think he would have liked that. Ah, uh, he would have. Of course, he would have liked that. Yeah, I didn't. I thought about it after. I was like, ah, should have. But that was that. it. I I didn't have audio recording. Nothing, you know. No, that's fine. I just did. You know, I've been doing this. I I just. I even though the, my other friends had gotten him already a couple days before, I was skeptical. You got him. Yeah, Michael Kine. And, um, yes. And, and, uh, also the other celebrity stuff. I went to the Monster Mania, uh, show again a few weeks ago in, uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I met Norm from Cheers. Ah, Norm. George Went. That's right. Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa Claus. Um, yeah, he wasn't very talkative. No? No. He wasn't a fun, cool guy? No. He was a grouch? No. Yeah. Grouch? Really? Yeah, I met uh, Mitch Pelegi from X-Files. He was very nice. The bald guy? Yeah, we, we were talking for a while. Uh, Nikolai Volkov? Oh. How was he? He's alright. You know, looks kind of the same. And so, in real life, does he actually have an accent? Yeah. Well, he's from, like, Yugoslavia or some Croatia or something like that. Oh. And uh, also, I met Nev Campbell. 
Wild Things. Jeez. Ned Campbell, she looked terrific. Gotta gotta admit. She looked the same, right? Yeah, I mean I told her, I saw her, I was like, man, you look like you just walked up the Wild Things set. <laughs> How'd she react? Eh, she laughed and you know, said thank you. But that was kind of they were like rushing you through there. And then I met uh I met Spaceman David's favorite, uh, uh Malcolm McDowell. From a Clockwork Orange. And Heroes. That's that's right, my brothers. I had remember I had David doing the impression on, yeah. on this show? Yeah, it was good. He signed it to Greg Vidiwell. <laughs> then I asked him to take his stupid glasses off and he's like he's like, Well, I could, but I'm not going to because I have these are prescription and for detached retina. I was like, all right. And then we were talking about how he was in the uh, the Wing Commander video games, uh, three and four. And he was like, yes, that's right. That was, uh, I believe that was the first video game movies, wasn't it? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Like, yeah, sure. Well, it was one of the first FMV games. The first one with him. Well... Yeah, well, Mark Hamill's in that, and Thomas F. Wilson. I know. A lot of people. Even Josh Lucas. Who's that? He's an actor. George Lucas's son. No, no relation. Um, so, so cool. speaking of that vacation remake movie. Uh, Ed Helms? Yeah. Did you know that there's another Rocky movie coming out? Well, it's not a Rocky movie per se. No, but it's in that it's 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 in the Rocky, yeah, canon or whatever. You yeah, the call it. Uh, Creed. It's supposed to be the son of Apollo Creed, played by Scott Stapp. Scott Stapp. Oh, jeez. <laughs> no, that's terrible. No, so what? But Sylvester Stallone's in it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So. Are you going to watch it? I mean, do, do you even care at this point? No. No. All right, good. And uh, this is news. Apparently, I saw that The Tonight Show with uh, Johnny Carson. Johnny Carson? Yeah. Is, uh, is coming back. Did you? I did not know this. The Tonight Show is coming back on the air. It's already on the air. No, no, no. With, with, with Johnny Carson. He's dead. Well, it's the old ones. Why would they even do that? So what they're doing is, you know those, uh, those, uh, like, sub-channels that are on the over-the-air? Okay. The digital, you know, now it's digital broadcast over-the-air television, so they have, like, the main channel, then they'll have, like, a couple of, like, SD, standard definition sub-channels. Sure. (sighs) Well, anyway, anyway, so what? I'm just saying, I'm agreeing so with you. One of them is WPIX, okay. and they have a sub-channel that's called Antenna TV. Well, how do I get this on, on Fios? It's on Fios. It's like channel 465 or something like that. Okay. So, um, they are going to air, I don't know if it's every night of the week or what they're doing, but they're going to air, uh, you know, classic episodes of The Tonight Show. Is it is that channel called something like Eleven Alive? No, because there's Antenna a ch- TV. There's a channel like that on FiOS, and they show a, a lot of the old stuff that 
WPIX used to show when we were little, you know, Barney yeah, Miller. Yeah, it might say, it might say, yeah, I know, it might say that in the, um, in the logo, but it's Antenna TV, and then there's also This TV. Oh, This TV, yeah, that's what it is, This TV. Yeah. That's what it's it the is. other one. Okay. Antenna TV, that's, uh, bringing back, uh, Johnny. Alright. That's cool. I mean, look, yeah. I do go on YouTube, and, I mean... Oh, yeah, well, you you yeah, know says, how YouTube is. You watch one thing, yeah. or for me, I watch one thing. It leads me to another. Who an hour later? How did I even get here? I'm watching something. I don't even know how I got there. But I do end up watching a lot of those old celebrity interviews from the Johnny Carson Tonight Show for old Johnny David Carson, Letterman, old yeah. Arsenio Hall, all that. I've stuff. watched them. I know I've watched it. Johnny Dick Carson. Cavett. Johnny Carson was not just the best. Late night host of all time. Yes, sir. That's right. He was also the funniest. I mean, the guy had a ridiculous time on the show. I mean, there was so many like, like ad hoc, off the cuff moments, and you know, like him and the guests. You, know, you could tell they all had a really good time on the show. They may have been drunk, also, but <laughs> yeah. So it's coming on uh, 11 p.m. to midnight. A best of episode every night. Each weeknight. Wow. That's late. Year at 2 a.m. What? That's late. 11 p.m. is late? Yeah. Well, when did the original show air? 11.40. No, I think it was... Well, whatever. <laughs> so what are you talking about? Because I can't stay... You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not you know, a teenager anymore. I have a job and oh, responsibility. I have to wake up at 6 in the morning every morning. Ah. Well, I guess DVR, right? Yeah, DVR. DVR. Yeah, yeah, so uh, Johnny's Johnny is back. And Johnny and Ed McMahon. Ed, yeah. Hoo! Hey! Johnny! (laughs) Phil Hartman. Yeah. Uh, Wait, how did so you even find out about that? Yeah, I just you just see it on like Facebook and stuff. <laughs> okay. Mm. Anyway, so um, oh, the last thing I was going to mention was apparently you've uh, you were back in the old stomping grounds to the Dairy Inn. I see. Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. And then, why don't you invite me? You're never there. How would you know? Because you were at Na- Nava, Nava. You were at you were at Yestercades. Yeah. So how how are you going to come if you're at Yestercades? Uh, I don't, all right, fine. <laughs> By the way, how was Yestercades? Um, it was all right. You know, I think that they um they got to do they got to do a little bit better maintenance on their machines. Really. Yeah, I've been there a, a few times recently, and it's been it's been good. I think. I mean, it's okay for me, but I just felt like they had too many that weren't either working or like the screens were bad or something. Oh man! Yeah. You know, well, plus they have a lot of games that they put into the second location, which had to close for some kind of a roof leak or something. I don't know. Temporarily, right. Yeah. 
Well, it's funny because last night I went up to, uh, you know, when I went up to the uh, the Palisades Mall uh, with a couple of friends and we stopped. We were stopping at this. They wanted to stop at this toy store okay. in, uh, in New York State. I didn't care. Whatever. But right across the street, we didn't even know it was an arcade in Nanuet, New York. Okay. And so we go in there, and, um, and they had a lot of interesting games, a lot of shooting, like uh, uh, light gun games and stuff like that. But good God, I mean, half the games weren't even on. What? They must have been broken. Ridiculous. Was it the Nanuet Arcade? Yeah, why? I, I looked it up. Oh, pfft. That was quick. It was opened in the fall of 2014. Really? Yep. So in less than a year, none of the games work? <laughs> I guess. Good heavens. Yesterday's is better. Yeah. Yesterday's is good. Both both locations are good. I never got to the other one yet. It's, you know, crapped out before I could get there. Right, is that all for you? I don't know. Uh, this says Nanuet Arcade does serve hot food. Mm. Yeah, they had like a bar in there or something. Yeah, burgers, mozzarella sticks, famous yeah. Philly cheesesteaks, even though they're <laughs> in New York. Hot dogs, mm. chicken wings, waffle fries, and tater tots. Mm. Uh, this says, what makes our arcade special are the games. Most games are very rare. And have been painstakingly imported from Japan and Korea. Mm-hmm. They never existed in the USA. Okay. Is that is that true? I I, I don't know. <laughs> Seem like it. <laughs> we offer near extinct games. Near extinct. And every game is maintained impeccably. Oh boy. You will definitely not be disappointed. They had a Crystal Castles machine. The marquee at the top of the machine was held together with tape. <laughs> so what are they talking about? I don't know. I mean, they had a lot of games. I will say, though, that at least, like, the games that were on, they seemed like they were working, at least the screens and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so yeah, they had a couple of rare ones. They had Dynamite Cop, which is the sequel to Die Hard Arcade, which... That are, I don't think that ever came that, here. That came out on the Dreamcast. I know that. I'm just saying the arcade version. Uh, yeah. Um, but but that this so this Nanuet arcade though. You know how Yestercades and Silver Ball. You go in, you get a time stamped wristband, and then you. Nah, leave. yeah, this was just coins. This you this pay like quarters. Yeah, you quarters. Yeah. Which do you prefer? Well, I kind of prefer the quarters only because, you know, I never feel like I actually, you know, it doesn't feel, it doesn't seem like you play that much. You know, I mean, it's like. No, when I go to Yestercades and I'm like, all right, I'm on the clock now. I'm playing yeah. everything. Well, that's what I do because I have a short attention span with a lot of the games, but, you know, a lot of people like to, to sit there a while and play them. Yeah, I'm true. just I'm not really into that. But it's like when we go when we used to go to the barcade, if I spent four dollars, that was a lot. Well, and sometimes on, I would have to like force myself on the games. Yeah, yeah. 
Alright, this says they have Alien vs. Predator. Yeah, we did play that. Crime Fighters, which was an old Konami side-scrolling beat-em-up. Yeah. I mean, they got the regulars. They got Ghouls and Ghosts, Simpsons, Turtles. You know, yep. that kind of stuff. Narc. They have an Ultracade. Yeah. Michael... They had a lot of those, like, main machines. They definitely had a yeah. lot of those. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I did see Moonwalker, yes. Uh, what else? They have Redemption Games. It Turbo. Turbo? Uh, that's yeah. not listed here. Yeah, they have it. Anyway, Mario so. Kart. Well, it wasn't on. Oh, what the heck? That's not they even had Mario order. Kart. Yeah, they had Mario Kart Deluxe. Maybe two. Yeah. And it wasn't on. Weird. Hmm. There's another arcade that's been there for a long time. It's in Patterson, New Jersey. Well, nobody's going there. Or Passaic. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it's the area it's in is not horrible. Okay. It's one you can go to during the day, and I, I've seen pictures of it. And they just they have a lot, a lot of like the big stuff. You know, like the games that that kind of move and and the driving games and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But again, it's the same thing. It's like you look at the pictures and like nothing is working. So let me see if I can. Um, I think they also like have uh, uh, pool tables there. Is it called Rack and Roll? Yeah, I think so. In Passaic? Yeah. Rack and Roll Family Entertainment Center. Mm. Passaic, New Jersey. Yeah, so that's that. Anything else? No. All right. 